0: On today's show, we will be continuing our player evaluation for the Dallas Stars 2021-2022 roster. And on today's show, we will be talking about Rupe, Hints, number 24 for the Dallas Stars. We'll talk about the successful aspects of his season, talk about his slow start, talk about the improvements he can make to his game as he continues to develop as a player, and then talk about what the next season will look like for Rupe. All coming up on today's episode of Locked on Stars. The Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Dane Lewis, your local expert on all things Dallas Stars hockey credentialed member of the Dallas Stars media coming to you on this Thursday, May 19th. And whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener, thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked On Stars and for making us your first listen of the day be sure to subscribe to our show on youtube as well as your favorite podcasting platform remember we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen you can also find me on twitter at dane double underscore lewis as well as our show at locked on stars thank you guys for the continued support thank you guys for 300 youtube subscribers that is still absolutely insane to me and i know the channel and the show will continue to trend upwards and continue to grow Uh, because of the fantastic listeners like you who are just wanting to be more educated on the Dallas Stars. So thank you guys so much again for 300 YouTube subscribers. Be sure to tell your friends about the channel if they do not know about it or if they do not subscribe yet. I would love to continue to see growth here on YouTube for Locked On Stars. But let's get right to the meat and potatoes of today's episode. We are continuing our series going down the Dallas Stars roster, giving player evaluations for some of the biggest names on the team for the past season yesterday we talked about joe pavelski and we talked about what made him so excellent in a season where he was 12 years into his career at age 37 and today we'll be talking about a guy who played very closely with uh, joe pavelski and that is of course number 24 Rope hints and Rope hints uh had just like Joe Pavelski, his best statistical year. The only difference here is that Rope Hens is considerably younger uh, and is still a up and coming player in this league. But everyone who is a Dallas Stars fan has known about Rope Hens for a while and knows how gifted of a player he is and how impactful he already has been and will continue to be for this franchise for years to come. And To be quite honest and and kind of brutally honest, and I'm sure many of you who watch this season know it and remember it, Rope Hintz did not get off to a good start this season. It took him five games to even notch a point, and it was, of course, the home opener on October 22nd against the Los Angeles Kings, and it took him over a month to even score a single goal. It was November 10th against the Nashville Predators at home in a loss. But I still remember that moment. That was uh, the first time in the season that I'd gotten to be in the press box at a Dallas Stars game. And I remember that place went nuts because <laughs> Rope Hence finally scored a goal. Kind of a, a greasy goal down by the crease. Um, but it was just such a weird phenomenon to see that happening to him so early in the season. Rupé was a guy going in that we expected to be in the top three in points, which eventually he was that for this team. But just an awful start to the year for him. And, you know, who knows what his numbers could have looked like if he had been playing, you know, the first month of the season the way that he played the rest of the season, which was just kind of an unstoppable offensive force. You know, I mean, it wasn't for a lack of trying in that first month. He took 32 shots from the season opener on October 14th to uh, November 10th. Um, went at that game against the national predators 24 of those shots were wrist shots four of them were snapshots and then there was one backhand one tip shot one deflected shot and one wraparound shot and eventually the goal that he did score against the Preds was a wrister and then 19 of his 37 goals on the season were wrist shots as well so I think we already knew that Rupa Hintz had a good wrist shot and that was kind of his primary means of scoring but Things just were not going his way earlier in the year. And I know he hit a ton of crossbars and had some shots that went just wide of the net or were just turned aside by opposing goalies. And of course, there were a lot of guys that struggled early in the year against any goalie in the league. Uh, just absolutely insane to see some of the goaltending displays against the Stars in this past season. And rob Hintz fell victim to that in the early goings of the year. And it, it just really came down to it wasn't again lack of trying it wasn't a lack of talent it wasn't a lack of skill he just needed to see one go in you know you hear that in sports all the time it's a very common term in basketball you know you just need to see one shot go in and then your confidence finally kind of gets that kick gets that juice that it needs and Rope hints finally got that with that goal against the national predators and then he went on an absolute tear um, and had some incredible performances all throughout the season he had the number of the carolina hurricanes for some odd reason, um, but two massive wins that the Stars accumulated over the course of the 21-22 campaign. Of course, the first matchup between those teams came at home. At the American Airlines Center, Rope Hintz recorded a hat trick on November 30th against the Hurricanes. That was in the middle of that Star 7 game win streak when it just seemed like they were unstoppable scoring in the first minute of games. Uh, and that was probably Rope's best game of the season. Um, that place was going absolutely nuts every time he got the puck whenever he already had his first two goals. And then, of course, he scored that third one at the end of the game. But he also came up big whenever the Stars traveled to Raleigh, North Carolina to take on the Canes. He scored two Big-time goals. That was Scott Wedgwood's debut. That was the game where the Hurricanes were just pounding uh, the offensive zone and pounding Scott Wedgewood with shots. Barope Hence just kind of taking care of business his by himself offensively and kind of carrying the load offensively for the Stars and helping propel them to an eventual um, overtime win. Again, a massive two points in the grand scheme of the season and taking down a far superior opponent. And so Bay just kind of had their number, and he had the numbers of the Detroit Red Wings as well. Two game-winning goals against them, and he was second on the team uh, in game-winning goals. He was, again, an incredibly clutch player down the stretch for this team. Tomorrow we're going to talk about the guy who was first in game-winning goals. I'm sure many of you already know who that is. But Bay hints like some of the guys on his line were just clutch All aspects of the game, whether it was the end or whether it was getting the offense rolling early in the early goings of the season. But he had a game winning goal against Carolina, like I mentioned in Raleigh uh, and of course in Dallas. But he also had some big games at home against the Edmonton Oilers that last matchup of the season. We talked about that earlier this week, uh, where he just kind of flew through the zone and made all those Edmonton defenders look silly. He scored the lone goal against the Tampa Bay Lightning in Dallas. That was another massive two points that helped push the Stars towards the postseason. And then, of course, he scored both game-winning goals against the Detroit Red Wings, both in Detroit and in Dallas. Rope was also second on the team in plus-minus at 15. Again, the guy in first will be talked about on tomorrow's episode. But all in all, this was an incredibly successful season for Rope Hints. His 72 points were the highest of his career um, and far and away better than any other numbers he spit up in the early goings of his time in the NHL. And so this was, by all accounts, a successful season for Rope, but it could have been even better had he not had that slump to start the first month. But we're going to continue to talk about Rope Hints after we take a quick break. We will talk about an aspect of his game that is good, but could definitely need some improvement if he wants to take his game to the next level today's episode of On stars is brought to you by built bar imagine dipping your finger in that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing that it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein that's what it's like to eat a birthday cake puff from built bar I've personally tried these birthday cake puffs, guys, and let me tell you, they are everything. They are cracked up to be. They are delicious, but also, they're not terrible for you. It's better than eating a candy bar. It's better than eating an actual slice of cake, but you don't have to skip out on the taste and the quality of the food that you are eating. With 150 calories, 16 grams of protein, and only nine grams of sugar, this limited time flavor is an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your daily diet. All Built Bar Puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means with Bilt Bar, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy doing it. Go to Bilt.com right now and use promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your order. Again, use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off your order at Bilt.com. We are, of course, talking about number 24, Ropey Hintz, another key member of that Dallas Stars top line. Thank you, and though for making Locked On Stars your first listen of the day. For your next listen, go check out the Locked On Now podcast, nightly recaps of every NHL game with analysis from our local experts. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast at. And, and we're continuing to talk about the season that Hintz had for this Dallas Stars team. Last segment, we talked about his offense and how he absolutely exploded after the first month of the season. Um, But it's really no secret that Rope Behance, he's a great offensive player, but he's also a pretty dang good defender as far as being a forward. He's considered to be the best, if not, like one of, if not the best, two-way players on the Dallas Stars roster in this past season. And you can see just by the minutes that he got during certain points of the game, he was eighth on the team in shorthanded time on ice. Almost 93 minutes in total, 92 minutes and 52 seconds. The only other forwards who had more time on ice during shorthanded play was Luke Glendinning, Michael Roffel, and Roddick Foxa. All three of those guys, more checking type forwards, not necessarily known for their offensive prowess, unlike a guy like Rope, who is known to be an elite goal scorer and an elite skater. So I think that that says a lot about his game, and he, of course, did leave the team with three shorthanded goals. We remember two of those coming against that big game, uh, against the st louis blues back in late november connecting with michael Roffle. and of course he did pick up an assist as well while being shorthanded so Rupe was an absolute key asset to the stars penalty kill unit and i think that there was a lot of trust put upon him this season by the coaching staff and so i imagine we will see that trend continue next year but i do want to see rupe round out his defensive game as a whole and get those more penalty kill minutes but also raise his game defensively on the five-on-five side of the ice. I think that he is a truly gifted player because he does have that really nice wrist shot. He does have that great ability to enter the offensive zone and kind of get past defenders whenever it looks like any other kind of player might not be able to get by them. But Ruppe has that unmatched speed. I think maybe the only other guy on this Stars team that maybe can that is, is the same level of good skating and speed, if not better, is, of course, Miro Haskinen. Uh, who we'll talk about later in this player evaluation series. But I think that that could make a deadly combination. I think Rope Hintz and Miro and on the same penalty kill units could cause a ton of problems for the opposition uh, just because of their speed, because of their vision. And of, I mean, they're they're both gifted offensive players in different ways. I think Ropey Hintz uh, is clearly the better offensive player, but Miro, I think, could, is ready to take that next step to shoot the puck more um, and be more available on the offensive side of the ice, kind of like a Kael McCarr, Roman Yossi type player. Again, we'll talk about him later on in this series, but if you put him alongside Rope Hints, especially on the penalty kill, I think that could cause a ton of of problems because imagine them going on a breakaway on a shorthanded opportunity. I mean, even with the extra guy on the ice, it would be hard for most NHL teams to keep up with those two guys, uh, especially some of the more inferior competition in the league that maybe doesn't have these super speedy, these super athletic skaters. So, Rupahent certainly is not a bad defender. But I think the part of his game that needs improvement the most is his defense, because he does so much well offensively already. Of course, he did have that slump again, but I think that was more of a, you know, a rarity rather than something that's going to be a constant. Whereas his defense, you could say, okay, maybe he's had a few good defensive seasons. He's had a lot of time on the penalty kill, uh, but maybe that, you know, that's just luck and, and teams can work their way around that and they can find a way to you know, beat him and make him look silly on the defensive side of the ice until the coaching staff has no other choice but to pull him. But I think that if he can continue to improve, it will take his overall game to the next level. You know, Being active on the defensive side of the ice will always lead to productivity on the offensive side of the ice with a guy like Rope Hence, just again because of his speed and because of his playmaking ability uh, with his teammates but also just with himself. He's a pretty good handler with the stick. And so, you know, if he's being active on defense, he has an opportunity to poke a puck away or intercept a pass. Um, And if he's already hitting his stride, I mean, he's a difficult guy to catch. And I think it's no secret and no debate that Rope Hintz is the most complete player on this Dallas Stars team. And taking his defense to the next level will help him move to the next level of NHL stardom. You know, Joe Pavelski, I think, is one of the best players on the team, but I don't think he's the most complete. I don't think his defense is at the same level as Ropey Hintz. I think the same thing for Jason Robertson, and I don't think Jason Robertson quite has Ropey's speed, although I think Jason, again, one of the best players on this team, Miro Heiskanen, one of the best players, but doesn't quite have the offensive prowess or efficiency that Ropey Hintz has. I think if you had to point to the most complete player on this roster, it's Ropey, But he also still has a long way to go because he is so young. I mean, this is what, only his fourth full season in the NHL, and if that's even if you want to count the 2019-2020 season that was chopped up into what felt like itty-bitty pieces. So, again, it's not really a harsh criticism or saying Rupe Hintz was bad at defense, but if he can take the defensive side of his game to a whole new level and improve that dramatically over the offseason, I think that he asserts himself into a... Conversation of one of the truly elite players in this league. And so I can't wait to see what he looks like coming out of the gates at the start of next season uh, because if he works at that and, of course, continues to work on his offensive skills, I think he is going to be a handful for every single team in the NHL on a nightly basis. But speaking of next season, we will talk about the outlook as of right now, the way-too-early predictions for what the 2022-2023 season will look like. Today's episode of Locked on Stars is brought to you by BetOnline.net. Our partners at BetOnline continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your bubble device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. And we're closing out today's player evaluation episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. This is your host, Dane Lewis at Dane double underscore Lewis on Twitter. You can, again, also find our show on Twitter as well at LockedOnStars. Thank you guys for the continued support, both on social media as well as YouTube. Let's talk about what this upcoming season may look like for Rope Hints. I think it's pretty easy to see that he will be on the Dallas Stars roster. Barring anything dramatic and crazy, he will be going into the final year of his three-year contract that he signed back in November of 2020. He's making just over $3 million a season. And I think he's going to be in line for a huge, huge upgrade as far as payment goes, because he as a player has continued to upgrade ever since he arrived in Dallas. You look at his points, they just go up every single season without fail and it was kind of by you know a smaller margin, but then it took a just massive leap in this year. I mean, in the 1819 season, 22 points and 58 games played. The next year, 2019, 2020, 33 points and 60 games played. 2020-2021, 43 points in 41 game, 41 games played. Uh, and then this past season, 21-22, 72 points in 80 games played. So, again, that that's 72 points this season as compared to obviously 2020-2021 being a shortened season and condensed schedule because of COVID, but still just an absolute massive jump for Rupe hence this season. And again, had his best season without a doubt, without question, and proved that he belongs with this team, and he is aiming to be a cornerstone piece for this franchise for, hopefully, what, the next 5, 10 years? I think he could really be an elite player for this team and an elite player in this league. So look for Rupa Hints to have another historical, phenomenal, numbers, record-shattering season uh, in order to try to earn a huge contract like the one Miro Haskinen signed last offseason and the one that Jason Robertson will likely get this offseason. I think it's, you know, not really a secret or a mystery that the stars are kind of in this transitional phase where some of the veterans are starting to be phased out because their contracts are expiring or they're being dealt to different teams. And then you kind of have this new generation of players looking to sign their big deals. You know, Jamie Benn and Tyler Sagan still kind of in the middle or on the back end of their big deals that they signed whenever they were in their prime. And now we have this new batch of generational talents, uh, you know, or generation rather than generational talents of Dallas Stars coming in to sign their big contracts because they're showing that they're deserving of it. And I think Rope Hentz has shown that he is deserving of a big contract up to this point. And then, of course, this coming season being the final contract year, uh, you have to believe that he is going to go all out in order to earn that big paycheck. Um, And hopefully the Stars are the beneficiary of that, and it helps push them to another Stanley Cup playoff appearance. So, I mean, just, again, way too early. Numbers predictions. I mean, he got 37 goals this year. He was three shy of being a 40 goal scorer. I think he will cross that threshold easily next year. Uh, I think he scores over 40 goals. He probably still gets around 35 to 40 assists. And I I mean, 40 goals, I feel like is is the floor and, and, you know, the ceiling's probably even higher because I would not hold your breath and expect him to have another you know, month-long slump to start the season. Again, I think that that was just kind of a one-time thing, a really rare oddity that we probably won't ever see again from Ropey hints uh, I think that that kind of happens to players in their career maybe once or twice, and I think with a guy like Rope, that that's going to be the only time that we see it, at least for that long. I'm not going to say he's going to, you know, score a point or score a goal every single game, but I don't think he's going to go literally a month between the scoring goals. I, I just do not anticipate that, uh, given how talented he is and how talented his two line mates are, as well as some of the defensemen up on the blue line. There's just too much talent within himself and around him for him to be that unproductive for that long of a stretch ever again and so he's a key piece to this franchise he was a key piece to it this past year a huge reason why the stars found themselves and the playoffs i wish he could have stepped up more in the postseason but just like jason robertson who we're going to talk about tomorrow he's a young guy and still is getting somewhat acclimated to stanley cup playoff atmospheres i mean he did okay in the bubble in 2020 but there were no fans in the building and so he kind of this wasn't his first time playing in front of fans but having to get re-acclimated to that environment Uh, while also kind of feeling the pressure of, hey, this is one of the best top lines in hockey, and they have to step up and perform if they want to beat Calgary. I think maybe the pressure wasn't too much for Ruppe Hintz or too overwhelming, but maybe it got to his head a little bit. And so hopefully now that he has another year of maturity and another year of experience behind him, he will use that veteran expertise to be one of, if not the best player on the ice for the Stars team. And he's been everything that the front office could have wanted him to be and more for a guy that was drafted 49th overall back in the 2015 draft. Uh, he has panned out really well and you know, seems like a steal of a player for not being a guy drafted in the first round. We all remember Dennis Guryanov drafted uh, first by the Dallas Stars in that 2015 draft, and he hasn't quite panned out like Rope, uh, but We'll probably get to an episode on Dennis Guryanov later in the offseason, but that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Thank you again for making us your first Listen of the day and I'll make your second listen of the day. The locked on NHL podcast from first round matchups to each Stanley cup. Kiss locked on NHL covers the playoffs like no other Hear The latest news and opinions from local experts every Monday through Friday. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast app. Be sure to subscribe to the locked on stars podcast on YouTube as well as your favorite podcasting platform. And if you feel so inclined, leave a comment rating or review. If you like what you hear, you can also find and follow me on Twitter at Dane Double Underscore Lewis and our show's account at LockedOnStars. Be sure to tune in tomorrow as we will be closing out this week with the third installment of our player evaluation series, rounding out the top line evaluations. We will be talking about Jason Robertson. I'm looking forward to it. I hope you guys are as well. Uh, and let me know you know, if, if you have any thoughts on Rupa hints or Jason Robertson that you want to be addressed in tomorrow's episode. Be sure to drop that down in the comments below but we'll see you on tomorrow's show stars fans have a great thursday